Hey there guys, my name is Christian and this is The Bro Cave. Welcome to, ep to episode 9 of The Bro Cave. I have a special guest star with me, my little brother, Tommy Abbott. Hey guys, just so excited. Long time listener, first time on the podcast. Just so excited to be here, so blessed. Thank you, Christian. And um, just want to wish the best wishes to Lance right now. He's not here with us, but I'm just grateful to be here. Thank you. Well, thank you for being with us here today, Tommy. Of course. So, really quick, just you know, for those of uh, of the people that are listening right now who don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you for asking. My name is Tommy, as he said. I am the younger brother of Christian. Um, I played football. I'm gonna give you a little bit of backstory about my football history. Mm -hmm. I played football for the Station Panthers, Go Panthers, um, and then I went on and played college football at uh, Point University, which is in West Point, Georgia. Transferred to Valdosta State, where I played two years, or three years, and uh, we won a national championship my second year. Um, just enjoyed football, loved the experience that I had with it, and uh, graduated this past December, and just now I'm in the workforce, man, now done with football, now I'm just a spectator like everybody else. And the reason why I invited you into the show today is because this Weekend yes. is the big weekend. Yeah, it is. Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday. It is. And I thought, who else better to invite than my little brother, who's not only very knowledgeable in football, but has also played it on the high school and college level. Well, I'm very touched with that. Thank <laughs> you very much. And only that, you won a national championship. Well, yes, I did. You got a fat ring sitting at home. Mm -hmm. Actually, no, it's not sitting at home. It's somewhere where you do not know. Um... <laughs> Uh, fun fact, I actually played with one of the players as on the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, really? He's uh, actually a practice squad member. His name is Jody Fortson. He's a tight end. Um, but yeah, he's very, very good athlete. He's actually on one of the ESPNs. You got Moss episodes. He's, he's a very talented player. I mean, Valdosta State is not, it's a D2 school, but it's a very big D2 school. I mean, mm -hmm. They've won many national championships. Very blessed to be there and just very grateful. What's so funny about Valdosta is like Valdosta like trips me a lot because every mm -hmm. time I go there and I see the palm trees, I think to myself mentally, oh, I'm in Florida. It's well, like, you're just 30 minutes away. Yeah, it's, I know. That's what, um, shout out to my uh, fiance, Blaine. Uh, every time we go to, uh, well, every the weekends we go to Florida, go to like Madison Springs in the summer and mm -hmm. go around Jacksonville, Tallahassee. Because, uh, I mean, there's not really much to do in South Georgia, but there is a lot to do in uh, North Florida, so. That that is true. Yes. I mean, but Christian, let's get to the real reason why we're here: Super Bowl uh, Sunday. All right, which is very ironic because you know your friends or the person you play with, you know the tight end. Yes, my favorite football player of all time is in tonight's Super Bowl, Rob Gronkowski, my yes. favorite NFL player. Just really quick before we get into that, who is your favorite NFL player? Um, I'd have to say, I don't. I have a lot um, of favorite football players, but I have to say my favorites are Peyton Manning and Pat Tillman. I love both those guys. I love Peyton Manning just because of how he played the game. Mm -hmm. And I love Pat Tillman just because of his... Um, I don't know if you know the story about Pat Tillman, do you? I do not. Pat Tillman was a safety for the Arizona Cardinals, played at Arizona State. Mm. Arizona State? I believe so. I do not want to be wrong about that. He played for the Red Devils. I know that. But he played for the Arizona Cardinals. was a sixth-round pick, I believe. And... Um, <clears throat> beat all odds. He was a special teams player that worked himself into a strong safety role for the Arizona Cardinals and actually um, had an opportunity to sign a multi-million dollar contract. But I think, believe I believe in the year of his contract or it was something like that, 
9-11 happened, and he felt that, he was like, what am I doing playing this game? I'm going to go and help the men and women of this mm. country. And so he decided to join the Army, and I believe he was going into the Rangers. I believe he went into the Rangers, and uh, unfortunately his second tour or his third tour, he was actually talking to his agent, talking about once he gets back, he's going to go back into the uh, NFL, but he passed away uh it was something like he passed away from friendly fire. I've heard of that story. And, I yeah. do. I remember that when I was in high school. Yeah. I heard about that. As, as you kept on going, I'm like, hold on. This, this story sounds familiar. What's funny is like, I actually told my students about that story not too long ago, mm-hmm. but I just didn't know who the, who the guy was. So that's interesting. Uh, well, I, I just love his, his character. When you watch um, on NFL, they have a, a football life, and it's just, it was, it was a lot. It was different, and I just really um, enjoyed. Um, hearing his story and his patriotism was just, it was just, it was just, I just really um, admire him and what he did. That's very good. Yeah, but in today's time, probably Patrick Mahomes, I mean, like, the guy's a freaking rock star. He's got an arm like nobody else. I mean, his, and what's funny about this and wanted to get into it is that I was watching an interview with him and it's something about LeBron and uh, he has like this show where they go into like a barbershop. And Patrick Mahomes was talking about that he didn't even understand defenses until his second year in the league when he won the MVP. So, I mean, when you're a quarterback, you have to know the defense. I mean, that's what yeah. – that was Peyton Man's bread and butter. That's what – he came into the every single game being the most prepared player. And for a quarterback, you have to know what the defense is doing. And uh, for him not to know really what the defense was doing until his second year in the league where he won an MVP – I mean, that's extremely impressive. I mean, but. Well, what's very impressive is, you know, I don't know if you heard this, but some people regard some Mahomes as the new Brady. Well, that's what I was going to say some later in the podcast is that a lot of people, especially Tony Romo, who has just been a really good analyst for yes. uh, sports, for football in general. No, but um, the, he says this game is going to be so important for Mahomes because he feels like this would be passing up the torch. If Mahomes can beat Brady tonight, then this will be able to um, somewhat pass the torch to show that, okay, Mahomes can be better than Brady. So it's the old generation versus the new generation. It is, yeah. I mean, but the thing is, is like when we talk about these two teams, honestly, this was this is a better game than I would have thought Green Bay and uh, the Chiefs would have been because Agreed. Buccaneers have a really good defense because that's what a lot of people were like, man, the Buccaneers came out of nowhere. I was like, no, they did not. And just, not you know, for those of them who don't know, I mean, if I'm if my memory serves, the last time the Buccaneers went, went to the Super Bowl was back in 2002, right? <sighs> uh, yes, when they won the Super Bowl with uh, John Gruden. Yes, the Raiders. Yeah. Um, but no, the Buccaneers were a good team last year, but you can't be a good team when your quarterback throws 30 interceptions. <laughs> James Winston. James Winston. Never yeah, forget. I mean, but it's, it's, all they needed was a uh, at least an average quarterback, and they could have done good. And they got a quarterback that's above average. I mean, Brady's really stepped up in the later part of the season and going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, in the beginning, he looked really rocky. When he played against the Saints, I really didn't think they had a chance. But he's really molded out to be a better quarterback throughout the season. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Kansas City, I think, is, uh, is just I, – I mean – they just they, 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 the way they played last last time they played they played in Tampa last time during the regular season I don't know if you know that 
They played. I mean, this is the exact yeah, same thing. And the, it's and the Chiefs the beat them bad, right? No, it was actually a close game. It was like oh, what? 24 to 27, something like that. It was close. Oh, so what's the Okay. Because I knew I mean, the Chiefs beat him, but I thought it was a. I can't. I swore I saw it was a, you know, a blowout, but. I I, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Tari, Hill? Uh, it was Tyreek Hill. Something like that. Um, Hill had an amazing game. He had like 200 something yards receiving. I think he had like at least two touchdowns. I mean, that's what their bread and butter is, is that. Tyreek Hill takes him up top, and Travis Kelsey takes him on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, he hits him underneath, and Tyreek Hill hits him on top. And you know, um, but I mean, with Patrick Mahomes' arm, he may he can hit it from anywhere, really. Going back to what you were saying about you know Mahomes, you know mm-hmm. this is a big thing for him. This is also a big thing for Brady as well, because mm-hmm. yeah, who did his seventh reign? But not only that, you know, and I've seen a lot of people say this online, but. If Brady can beat Mahomes and also, you know, win a ring for the for the Buccaneers, this will solidify that he is the goat. For those for those for those who say that you know, oh, he's not the goat, or eh, it's just because he was on the Patriots. I also think he's already done it. I mean, if you go back, I mean, if any team, I mean, yeah, I understand what a lot of people are saying, and I was one of them too. I mean, I'm a big Peyton Manning fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what got me into loving. The NFL was just watching him, always hearing about how people are like, man, he just dissects the defense so well, and he he does. But um, I mean, after Brady, absolutely tore my heart and just grabbed it from my chest and stomped on the ground with the Atlanta Falcons. Go um, Falcons! Um, I just I I hate saying it, but yeah, he's he's probably the best. I mean, he's just so cool under pressure, and he doesn't um, get down when. There's absolutely when, he's, when his back's against the wall, that's when he shines the brightest. And mm-hmm. I mean, he's really done that. And uh, I don't think he necessarily has to win this game to be known as the GOAT. I mean, Patrick Mahomes could still come and I, I still believe Patrick Mahomes can be the GOAT. I mean, but that's a different story. But um, I, I think this game's gonna be pretty big to if, if he does, I will definitely say that yeah, he's solidified him as the best. But because as a Patriots fan. And I, what's funny is I've been seeing this online, and it's extremely true that there was this um, one of the guys from ESPN was saying that Patriot fans are having an ad- identity crisis <laughs> because they're rooting for the Patriots, but they're also rooting for the Bucks because well, yeah. of Brady and Gronk. Yeah, I mean, how could you not uh, support a guy that helped you win six Super Bowls? I mean, if there's if he came to Atlanta, man, I'd I'd be rooting for him just as much, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean. To think that, I mean, I, I understand from his point of view, he wanted a new start. He just wanted a fresh start because uh, he, you could tell his last year at the Patriots when he played against the Tennessee Titans in the last playoff game that he played as a Patriot. He just didn't seem like he really cared to me. He really did. He, he just seemed kind of like he was just going through the motions and just just playing to get out. I mean, I, I mean I'm sure he wanted to win. I mean, there's he's always got that uh, competitive fire in him, but I mean, he just seemed like he just he was kind of done with being a Patriot. I remember that. I remember watching the Titans game. I was so confused because he just seemed like he didn't seem like Brady. Yeah. I'm like, where's Brady at? And then yeah. when he announced, I think it was in what March that he was leaving the Patriots to go to Tampa. I was like, that kind of explains it. But, I mean, it surprised me because I would never thought Tampa out of all places. But, me neither. But I mean, they their coach Bruce Arians is a very good coach and. Um, Something I was reading, uh, I 
think it was past week or a week before. I mean, Bruce Arians, he, he's been with a lot of good quarterbacks. He's actually Peyton Manning's rookie quarterback coach. He was Ben Roethlisberger's um, offensive coordinator. I mean, he's been at a lot of places, and he's won a Super Bowl before. Mm-hmm. But um, the thing about Bruce Arians with uh, Tampa, especially with Tom Brady, he said in the beginning that he was like, you know, um, when Tom is here, people listen, you know. It's without, like, if you look at the year without Tom Brady, with James Winston, um, he has, like, this infamous thing where he, like, he's playing against the Saints, and he's trying, he's, like, he's eating his fingers, and he's got, like, a W or whatever, and you can just see people all around him. They're just kind of like, they're just like, man, this this is not the guy. This is, <laughs> this is not it. And then, you know, he was, uh, Bruce Arians was saying, when, when Tom's in a huddle, people listen. He's like, yeah. people want to listen to the guys that got six rings on his finger. And, you know, he was saying that, um, uh, majority of the games, he just sits back and watch. He lets Tom Brady coach. He tells him, Brady just, he calls the play, he audibles. And you can see film where Bruce Arians, I saw a film where um, Bruce Arians was like, let's hurry this up, let's hurry this up. And Brady was like, no, let's just get to the halftime. Let's just go. And he's like, all right. So, I mean, Brady has a lot of input when it comes to the offense. I mean, so. as, I mean as a Patriots fan watching him for years, I mean, it's clear that Brady has lots of leadership traits. Like, he's yep, just naturally – like, I don't know if it's been with him since his college years, but, like, he just has <laughs> some strong leadership traits that people, you know, want to follow him. And I don't know if it's, you know, if that just came naturally or if that just came from getting all those rings and all those yeah, wins. I can see that. But did, do you know his college stuff? You know, he you know he was a Michigan Wolverine, mm-hmm. but he went to Michigan. He was a kid coming from California. California, and uh, I don't believe he started until his I want to say sophomore junior year. I want to say junior year. He played his junior year, and then his senior year, they got a kid from like forty minutes down the road from Michigan, like in Michigan, uh, and he was like a baseball player and a football player, and they really wanted to start him. But I believe junior and senior year of Tom Brady's uh, year at Michigan, he won the captain spot to be the captain. And uh, I believe his senior year, like the beginning, they would go back and forth with Brady and this other kid. I can't remember his name. But they would start with this kid, and then he'd get him in a hole, and then they'd bring Brady in, and then he'd get him out of the hole. And they'd either win the game or very, come very close to winning the game. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Brady's always had that um, <clears throat> that uh, – Chip, I guess, on his shoulder that having to be the guy, like the having to prove himself. So he's just he. I remember seeing in an interview that he's always wanting to prove himself and show that he is the guy. Even though you know he's like, I don't care that I got six rings, I'm still having that mentality like I had from when I was in Michigan. Yeah, and I don't know if you. I saw this this week and I thought it was pretty cool. I don't know if you ever heard when like they're like Brady, what's your favorite ring? And he's like the next one. <laughs> yeah, you ever heard that? I did. He apparently got that. This is an exclusive. He apparently <laughs> got that from um, uh, when his equipment manager uh, at Michigan, you know, he's got all these Big Ten rings. You know, if you're in college, if you win a conference, you get a, a ring. Yeah. And he was like, you know, what, what's your favorite one? He was like, the next one. It's always the next one. And he was like, and that just stuck with him. And he was like, he's always looking forward to the next one. So I thought that was pretty cool and interesting that he like, Got that during college because I didn't know where he. I feel like it was just his mentality or whatever. But speaking of videos, mm-hmm. have you seen the T-Mobile video of Brady and Drama? I have. I saw that the other day. I thought that was absolutely. I thought that was really good. Um, these past few Super Bowls, there has not been that many good commercials, and I thought that was definitely 
One is probably going to hit. Definitely one's going to hit. But um. So let's break down this podcast into, you know, three sections. Mm-hmm. Uh, one for commercials, one for the halftime show, and the last one will be our predictions of the game. All right, that sounds good. But All first, right. let's get to what some of the viewers are here for, the betting side of the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, coin flip here at the um, Bro Cave. We here at the Bro Cave uh, guess that it will be, not guess, we determine, put the money down in the house, put it down. It is going to be tails for the coin flip. Miley Cyrus will sing longer than two minutes. And um, we'll get more into it later when we keep you on the edge, okay? I forgot Miley Cyrus was doing. Miley Cyrus, I I asked my fiance this because my uh she's a pretty big fan of Miley Cyrus. Oh, uh, I didn't know she was a fan of Miley Cyrus. She, well, she was a big fan of Hannah Montana. I don't know if she continued with Miley Cyrus. I reckon she did. But um, uh, Miley Cyrus, I'm sure is going to carry on that song for uh, at least over two minutes. <laughs> but we will we will see. Um. Okay. So, commercials. You know, Super Bowl is famous for its great commercials. It sure Very is. expensive. It has not been the back last two years. I've not seen a good commercial. My point of my opinion. My opinion. I think the last good halftime commercial I saw, not halftime, the Super Bowl commercial I saw was uh, God Made a Farmer one. Is that the one with Budweiser? I think I think it was. Yeah. It, it was like Budweiser normally makes pretty good. Oh yeah, Budweiser like those are the ones that you come in on Monday and like the teachers like look at this cute one. <laughs> the dog just loves the horse. It's the one that that like you know makes you want to shed a tear yeah. going beautiful. I love the Doritos ones. Those Doritos ones are always so funny to me. I remember I can't remember what year it was, but it was like this dog was no no, no it was the um. Yeah, the dog was outside, and like the guy had like a bag of Doritos, and he was like shaking in front of the door, and the dog just came and slammed the door on the guy, and he was on the floor and just took the bag of Doritos. Because the three top commercials, or the three top companies that always fight for the best commercial is usually Budweiser, Doritos, and Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. I but I think Pepsi that. announced they were going to pull the commercials out this year, or... I can neither confirm or deny that. I, have no I, idea. S- I heard that from somewhere. But one commercial I'm looking forward to is... The Justice League Zack Snyder trailer because there I are heard rumors. There's a possibility there's a Grand Theft Auto Five trailer coming out tonight. Of uh, six, six. I was about to say. I thought I was it was like, there's not, well, they keep adding on to that game. Well, but that's I've heard about that. I've constantly heard there's rumors that they're making a Grand Theft Auto Six, but which I mean, it is about time because the last one came yeah. out what 2013. That thing was on the Xbox, guys. This thing was on the Xbox 360, Xbox One. And now the new Xbox. I mean, this thing's gone through three generations of uh, consoles, and they have not done anything but add on to the game. It's about time. That's what I gotta say for it. <laughs> but um, they've also announced that they're gonna have like mar- new Marvel trailers for the Super Bowl as well. That'd which... be good. I would love a Conjuring trailer. Oh yes, Con. Well, that's another. That's another podcast yeah. for another day. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um. Next up, halftime show. Halftime show will be played by The Weeknd. The Weeknd, guys, has spent, get this, $7 million of his own money for really? his halftime show. I got to say, if it's not good, money's not well spent. Well, I remember, well, let me think. This is Super Bowl 54, 55? Um, let's say 55. 55, I believe. Let me see. 51 was Falcons and Patriots. 52 was Patriots and Eagles. Eagles. 53 was Patriots 
and the Rams, 54, 49ers, and Chiefs was 55. 55. Um, it's 53 then. The one, the, the one in the Atlanta. That halftime show was terrible. Which one was that? That was the one with Maroon oh, 5. yeah. They were supposed to honor SpongeBob. SpongeBob. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I actually thought about it this week when I was uh, working. I was like, didn't they try to do something for SpongeBob? And it was like a, just Squidward saying, hey, and that's it. We thought we were actually going to get like the, what, the Super Bowl? halftime show from yeah. SpongeBob. I would have much rather. They need to at uh, NFL. If you ever listen to this, I mean, I don't know. But uh, put you need to put SpongeBob get up with the makers and make that a halftime show. I'm, I guarantee you people would rather watch that. Cause I thought the one with uh, Shakir and Jennifer Lopez or Shakira and Jennifer Lopez was, was pretty good. Shakira, yes, that was okay. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I like Katy Perry's. Oh, that was to me that that was the best halftime show yeah, ever. She did a really good job. Um, I don't really know how the weekend's gonna do it. I, I don't really. I know, but maybe like a couple of songs that he uh, really like from him. I don't know. I mean, they're gonna add different people at the, the side, yeah. but I mean, who knows? We'll have to watch, wait and see. And uh, just, just so far, um, my well, my top three I would say so far was you know the Shakira and Jennifer uh, Lopez, yeah, Jennifer Lopez, uh, Katy Perry. Of course, to me will always be number one. Mm-hmm. But um, also the the Lady Gaga one. I thought she did a great job on that as well. Super Bowl Fifty One. I was hoping no one talked about that one. I, I, I can't watch that. I can't watch anything with the Falcons and Patriots Super Bowl. <laughs> like I think about it sometimes. Like I'll watch the first half and then I'll just cut it off. I'll be like, "Yep, we won." And then I'll look online. Where can I get my shirt? And then like reality comes back to me. But no, I I mean Super Bowl's past halftime performances like you know. Uh, uh, Prince has done one. I mean, my uh, Michael Jackson, Rolling Justin Stones. Timberlake. I mean, they've, they've had tons of people, and every year I'm always like, "What are they going to get next?" I mean, it's not really that many left, and I mean, you know, they pull the card out and pick the weekend. I don't know how it's going to go. There's a there's a few bands I would like to see on there. Well, Christian, let's add on. Who is it? Like the number one band I want to see on there, and they've already done a national. You know, they've already done a performance for the national championship for college. But I want to see Imagine Dragons on there. Imagine Dragons. Yeah, I think that they do a good job. I did not like Coldplay when they did last time. Coldplay was terrible. Coldplay was awful, man. Uh-uh. I, I was thinking a little bit highly of them, and then they came out with that, and I was like, wow. Because it was Coldplay and two other people. I can't remember who. I want to say, was it Bruno Mars? And, Bruno uh, Mars, yeah. What was her name? Uh, Beyonce. Yes. Because Beyonce almost fell. She almost ate it. <laughs> And uh, she played it off very well, though. You know, kudos to her for uh, that agility she has. But um, yeah, she almost ate it on the field. And uh, but yeah, it was it was uh, I know Bruno Mars had his own. Um, I can't remember if that was Super Bowl with uh, the Seahawks and Broncos, but I don't know. Um, the Hot Chili Peppers they had a good one. They did a really good job. I think that was the Seahawks and Broncos. I can't remember theirs, but. No, I mean, yeah, there's been a really a lot of good performances with them, but you know, we'll just have to see tonight. You know, he's been seven million dollars, so it should be good. That's right. The Coldplay performance was for Super Bowl Fifty. That was supposed to be like the big game, and that game, that game was rough. Yeah, I, that was my that was the last game for Peyton Manning's career. It was, I mean, Peyton Manning that whole year was he happening. won, at least. Yeah, he won, but he didn't. He, I mean, I could have been out there playing quarterback. Let's be honest with you. But um, 
Peyton Man's arm was about as good as a, a wet noodle. I mean, he was just he was just riding that defense's tail because I mean the defense mm-hmm. won that game for him. That defense oh yeah, was amazing. that was definitely a defense game. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. Say, I mean, but I wouldn't necessarily say the Panthers' defense was great. They just the de- the Broncos' offense was just bad. I mean, the the Panthers' defense. I'm not gonna say that they were bad because they had Luke Keekley. They had a lot of good players on that team. Very mm-hmm. a lot of star athletes, but Peyton Manning did not help the situation. One thing that he did do good in was call out the run plays because he could tell where the defense was coming from. So he would switch and uh, run the run play that way. And they had a really good running back, C.J. Uh, Anderson, who uh, is not playing anymore. He retired, but um, he's they, they had a they had a good run game, just not the best passing game. All right. So yeah, that's that's the history right now. All right. So the third and final mm-hmm. section for our uh, podcast for or episode for today. Who do you think? And I, I'm not saying my prediction. I want to hear your prediction. Okay. This is for everybody because. Everyone who knows me knows that I want Brady to win his seventh rank. Yes. Yeah. But who do you think is going to win, and can you give us a score prediction? <laughs> well, I definitely think it's going to be um, a slow ish. It's either going to pop off real fast with the Chiefs, um, or it's going to be kind of a slow game. I, I believe that um, Kansas City is going to come out trying to do gangbusters like they always do and just shoot it downfield and try to score a lot of points. Um, that's just kind of how their uh, mentality is. They got Patrick Mahomes slinging it, so I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, Brady in the Buccaneers. I'm actually really kind of surprised. I really thought the uh, the Packers were going to win this, the win it last time, uh, in the NFC Championship, but um, they ended up pulling it out and really surprising me. So after what I saw two Sundays ago, I I, I believe it's going to be a really good game. If they can play like they do against the Green Bay Packers. Well, let me stop you right there before we get to your prediction. Because um, people were saying that the Packers got cheated out of that game. Do you agree with that? No, I don't. Um, uh, the, I mean, if, if any team, any fan of a team is going to think that their, their team got cheated out. I think the Falcons got cheated out of it. But, you know, it's just what it is. I mean, their corner king, who was um, called for the pass interference, he was clearly holding. He was grabbing on the jersey. Agreed. I mean, We've it, all seen the pictures. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's. I, I feel like it's a no-brainer. I don't, I don't think they got cheated out of it. I think there was plays that the uh, Packers could have done better, um, things they could have done differently. But, I mean, when a game like, happens like that, you always think there's something you could have done differently. But, no, I don't think they necessarily got cheated out of it. I think it was just... Uh, Brady's luck, man. Brady just has the best luck with that stuff, and man, he's going to another Super Bowl. So that's what, that's that's what it is. But I mean, that's right. Uh, but no, I, I think it's gonna be a. I think it's gonna be a slow start. I don't know if it's. I think it's gonna be raining. Let me see. I think it's gonna be raining in Tampa. So oh really? I believe so. Also, because Tampa doesn't have a dome, right? No, it does not. Tampa weather, because last time I saw. It was, and now it's not. Okay, so it's going to be, for our viewers out there, it will be a nice, crisp 69 degrees, but at kickoff, it'll be 64 degrees and partly cloudy. It'll slowly be getting chilly over there. So, I don't know. For Brady, I think he plays better in the cold because he says, our body slowed down, but my mind does not. Or their body slowed down, but my mind does not. Something like that. It's a pretty good quote. (laughs) Um, But I think it's going to be a... 
slow game in the beginning, probably like 17-14 or 17-20 mm-hmm. in the half, and then we will start to see it probably get like 35-42. to 42. I think the Chiefs will win it. All right, 35-42, the Chiefs are going to win it. Mm-hmm. All right, so you've heard a couple of predictions from Tommy. You've heard that the coin toss is going to be tails. That's right. Chiefs are going to win it by, you know, 42-35, is that correct? 42-35. Uh, 42-35. 42-35. 45. Uh, one last prediction. I'll see her. Who's going to get the ball first, Chiefs or Tampa? Hmm, I think it's probably going to be the Chiefs. Even if the Buccaneers win it, they're going to want to put that pressure on the Chiefs, which, I mean, it is what it is. I think the Chiefs want that, and they want to get the ball first, and they want to score. So. My thing is... Again, I, I want Tampa to win because I want Brace to get his seventh ring. And, of course, I want Bronx to get his ring as well because I'm, I'm ecstatic that he came out of retirement. I, it broke my heart when he announced he's going to retire from the Patriots yeah. and now he's back. But um, the only thing that makes me wonder if the Chiefs are going to lose is just all the injuries they've had. The Chiefs. Spe- especially, yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah. And especially, you know, Mahomes, he was on a concussion watch. Yeah, um, that was definitely something a lot of Chiefs fans were worried about. I mean, last game, I mean, I think that kind of answered it. I mean, he's, he's fine. I mean, the one thing, um, I think they do have a problem with their O-line. They got some injuries on the O-line. But, mm-hmm. I mean, any team going that long, playing for that long, I think it was, what, like five months maybe, something like that, that they're playing, I mean – you're gonna you're gonna have pains. You're gonna have aches, and you know it's just it's just a part of football. That's why, you know, you gotta take care of your body so well, and that's why Tom Brady lasts so long. You know, he does the pliability stuff. He eats healthy. You know, doesn't take any risks. You know, just uh, make sure that he's um, healthy. But no, I have a lot of uh, little side things. Um, I mean, I don't know. Did you hear about the linebackers coach for Kansas City? The what? Linebackers coach for Kansas City. Oh uh, yeah, did he? I did. He got, like, a car, he, got a, he got in a car wreck, and yeah. some five-year-old was in, like, critical condition. But, I mean, it's just a bunch of stuff kind of happened this week for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, another one is um, 20 players were going to get their hair cut. And um, I don't know if you've heard about this. 20 players in the front of the Kansas City Chiefs were going to get their hair cut, including Patrick Mahomes. Uh-huh. And the barber um, in mid-cut um, found out that they found out that he tested positive. So they stripped him right away. They took him out. And um, one of the players from the Kansas City Chiefs had a straight down the line, like his head was half shaved. <laughs> I mean, they took pictures of it. It was half shaved. I mean, they had to strip him out there. But I mean, it was so – I mean, a game like this, I wouldn't get no – I wouldn't get any haircuts. I would be putting Patrick Mahomes in a bubble. I mean, this is the biggest game of the year. You got to yes. – you can't do anything stupid. You can't take no risks. I mean, you can't go out and party. I mean, this isn't like other Super Bowls, you know, with – when, you know, this virus, you know, this has been such a huge thing throughout the league. I mean, they canceled games. They've done a lot of things to really prevent um, uh, people, the, this stuff for spreading. So, I mean, it's been big. But, I mean, um, other side things I was going to tell you. Uh, you know the tight end, Travis Kelsey? Uh, I did not. 87. Um, him um, and Gronk, I didn't realize it, are actually the same age. Oh, yeah, I, I saw that. Gronk, you know, retired, like, what, like two years ago? That sounds about right. Back. And then um, Travis Kelsey, you know, he's, he's still playing, but it's kind of crazy to see that they're both the same age. But um, another thing is when Brady was coming to Tampa, um, number 12 was taken by a wide receiver called, uh, his name was Chris Godwin. 
really good receiver. He's had kind of an up and down year uh, towards the end, but um, he's like, all right, yeah, he Bears like he's a good player. He can keep uh, twelve or whatever. Uh, his number set. I mean, his number seven taken because I'm trying to get my seventh ring. Mm-hmm. And that's what he told him. But Chris Godwin was like, no, you can have twelve. I mean, that's your number. And that's how you know he got twelve in uh, Tampa, and Chris Godwin sw- uh, switched his number to fourteen. And that shows you how much respect Brady has. Oh yeah, I mean he has. I mean definitely has a ton of respect. I mean I feel like you have. I mean when you see that guy, you're kind of just like. I mean in football, the football world, you just you think that's God. I mean you're like yeah. man, that's that's Brady, man. I, I can't I can't take his number or whatever. Because I remember a buddy of mine from Valdosta State. He was on the practice squad for the Falcons, and he was in the bathroom changing. And Matt Ryan came in the bathroom, and he was shaving real quick before practice. I don't know why you would shave right before practice, but <laughs> he was shaving, and he said he was just so starstruck. He just kind of stood there and looked at him. And, I mean, I, I, would, I don't know what I would do. I mean, I saw that actor guy. Yeah, from Breaking um, Bad and also The Breaking Mandalorian. Bad, and I was just um, in shock. And I barely even watched, like, a few episodes. I could not imagine what I'd do if I saw Julio Jones. I probably would not be able to get a word out. I'd just be staring at him, but... um. <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt that, you know, if that was me, I'd, I'd definitely give up my number for Peyton Manning. Maybe not Tom Brady, though. <laughs> but, no. Hey, man, yeah, number 12, you used to be my number. Oh. That's cool. Cool. <laughs> that was mine. Yeah, you want to give me some money for it? Sure. Now, that was actually a story, like a quick story. There's this punter and this quarterback in Miami, and the punt, the quarterback was like a young rookie, and he's like, um... The punter had his number, and he was like, well, if you give me an arm wrestle, I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. And the punter actually won. So, oh, really? Yeah, so punters are people too, guys. All right, so last question before we end the episode for today. Because right. um, this well, this game holds very special in my heart, but I'm, I'm going to ask you first. Out of all the Super Bowls, which Super Bowl game would you say is your most favorite? Um, I'd say the first three quarters of the Falcons and Patriots, and then the I meant the entire one. game. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, I didn't understand that. Okay, um, <laughs> I don't know. I'd say last year was really good. I said, la- I, I mean, I was really, I didn't really care who won, but I was rooting for my buddy who's on the team because now he's a back-to-back champion. What was he? He's on the Chiefs, right? Yeah, he's on the Chiefs. So yeah. he won. A, he was he won national championship with us, and then the next year he won a world championship with them. If he wins if he wins again, you know, he'd be back to back to back. You know? mm-hmm. So I mean, I didn't really I didn't necessarily care but I was rooting for him and they're down, but they came back and it was a really good game. But um, you know, it could be tonight, you know, I don't know. I have to say my favorite Super Bowl of all time is Super Bowl forty nine between Seahawks and the Patriots. Yeah, that was and, a good game. And the reason why and like I tell my buddies this is like a good game is always that game that has that one play to decide it all. Mm-hmm. And that's what what happened at that game when the Seahawks, you know, uh, Wilson threw it and, um, oh, Lord, I forgot his name. Malcolm Butler. Yeah, Malcolm Butler intercepted it yeah. and made it so the Patriots would win the game. That I remember standing up from the chair going, I can't believe it. And, of course, like that, that next play, there was a huge fight that went on. Yeah. Gronk <laughs> was, man, he was slamming people. Yeah, he was, in the mix of it, but I mean, no, yeah, I remember, I remember that game, and I was, I remember the year prior to that, they played the Broncos, and they just absolutely smacked them, and I was oh, so yes. upset about that. That was a terrible game. Well, 
Peyton Manning could not do very well in the cold. He wears that big thermal suit he got on, has on, and he just can He forgets how to play football sometimes. I like if you were a Broncos fan and you paid top dollar yeah, for those seats, you wasted your money. I feel bad so, for them. But I mean, the defense was just on fire, and that game with the Patriots, I didn't know how well they'd play because I was like, man, that defense is unreal. But Brady came out there and he really he showed it. He let y'all can, you can play against that defense. Mm-hmm. So, but no, yeah. That was good. Well, Tommy, thank you so much for coming to uh, to our episode today. Uh, any shout-outs or anything you want to say before you head on out? Yes, shout-out to my fiance. She just left to go back home. I hope that she gets there safely. Shout-out to my mom and dad for making this happen. Um, and, you know, just I hope you all have a good day and uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. All right, guys. Well, you heard his predictions, guys. Uh, stay tuned tonight for the, uh, for the new Super Bowl game between Tampa Bay versus – the Kansas City Chiefs. And as always, my name is Christian, and this is the Bro Cave.